Volunteer State. It's time to join the nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and Ballquest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Breaking news and giving expert analysis. For the next hour, Chris and Austin will take your calls on college athletics around the SEC and the nation. College football, basketball, special guests, recruiting, and more. The nation. Hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group. Celebrating 30 years and the number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon. Want to get a full tank of freedom? Stop by your neighborhood Marathon station. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. By Blue Bunny Ice Cream. Available in Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena. By Tennessee LASIK Associates. Proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee LASIK and by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light, made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. The Nation is also brought to you by... Sunday afternoon for you. Just a gorgeous day. Certainly here in the East Tennessee area, in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm Chris Lowe with Austin Price. This is The Nation. A little improvision, improvising tonight, AP, as we are coming to you live from the Vol Network offices as um, we all try to do our part to prevent the spread of the virus and keep our social distancing. And uh, But certainly glad, awesome to be a part of this show and to have you join in, and we appreciate all of you spending part of your Sunday evenings with us, AP. Good to see you, my friend. How? Yeah, uh, you know, it just—I'll be the first to say. I mean, it's a little bit different when you don't hear the peanuts cracking and the and the the people and all our friends you know, are at Texas yeah, Roadhouse. You know, we miss those people at Texas Roadhouse. So, uh, but you're right. Where everybody's, you know, trying to stay safe, and uh, we'll be back out there at Texas Roadhouse, and I'll have me a grilled chicken as I normally do, and be able to enjoy some peanuts here. Grilled chicken and applesauce. Grilled chicken and uh, baked potato. And applesauce. You're sometimes. Applesauce sometimes. You know, I think you mentioned this before the show. It's amazing. I had a chance to get out over to Anchor Park today and run. And just in the neighborhood, the number of people that are out and, and strolling their babies, bicycling, walking with families. Um, well, you're forced into your home for all intents and purposes. So if you can get out and walk around the block, you're going to do it. I mean, you know, I, my wife's a nurse, and so early part of last week, you know, I had the kids all day long every day. And so, like, we would get out and we'd walk as a family at nighttime. And you talk about a 15-minute walk was like paradise, you know, when you've been trapped up in there all day, you know, talking when you with your kids and, and trying to do, you know, little activities and watching TV and playing dolls because I've got two girls or whatever. So it's, you know, getting out and about, you don't need to be, you know, in the mass amongst the people. But if you can get out and walk around the block as a family, I think I think you encourage that. Well, our thanks to our Vol Network family for making tonight's show possible. Our crack engineer, Jay Lyford, 
here uh, on location as we're able to come to Unite and bring you this show. Um, and certainly want to thank our friends at, at Mortgage Investors Group. The nation is presented across the state of Tennessee each week by Mortgage Investors Group, celebrating their 30th anniversary serving Tennesseans. Be ahead of other buyers by getting pre-qualified. Before you start looking, pre-qualification gives you bargaining power and can help you close quicker, get pre-qualified, get moving. Are you feeling stuck on where you go to for mortgage advice? Go to MIG's website, MIGonline.com, to chat with a licensed loan officer online and get moving toward today's home buying goals. Are you tired of renting? Make your dreams of home ownership happen. The Loan Officer and Mortgage Investors Group can walk you through all of your options and offer free advice to get you started. Hey, Mortgage Investors Group is committed to helping Tennesseans fulfill their dreams of home ownership. Their mortgage experts will find and they'll structure the mortgage that best fits your needs and achieves your goals. Mortgage Investors Group wants to be your home loan lender. Are you buying a new home? Do you need to lower your home loan payment? Maybe you just need to pull out some cash out of the equity in your home. Let Mortgage Investors Group work for you. So go to MIGonline.com for the office nearest you, Equal Housing Lender, License 109-111. That's 10-91-11. AP, some news on the football front this past week for the Jeremy Pruitt's balls, and really not good news because we talked a lot about continuity in the strength and conditioning department, how Tennessee just hasn't had that over the last decade plus. And it looked like with Craig Fitzgerald, because he turned down some other opportunities. Some other people would come after him. Turned down Maryland, turned down Alabama. In the last couple years. Yeah. But when the NFL came calling, he couldn't turn that one down. He's gone. Tennessee looking for another strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, and the new one will be the 10th in 13 years. And, you know, sometimes you can debate, you know, how important is a strength coach, but you can't de- debate how important continuity is. And to have this revolving door uh, in the weight room to me is just not good. Uh, you know, I because you know, I, I when you sit down and look at it, I think, in my opinion, the best thing Coach Pruitt could do, and it's why I've said that, you know, I think that this will likely be an in-house hire, is to promote from within, and that is, you know, he's got three really qualified guys that he could promote on this staff. We'll start with A.J. Artis, played his football at Campbell. It was a wide receiver, then went to Appalachian State, Duke, before coming to Tennessee on Coach Fitzgerald's staff. So he worked under Cutcliffe and then worked at Appalachian State, which is obviously a winning program uh, at their level. And then you've got Mike Farrell, who played ball at Penn State. And then you've got Byron Girado, who played ball at South Carolina. And let's not throw, forget Shaq Wilson, but the first three, I think, will probably be the, the main three you talk about. Um, when you look at an, an in-house hire, and I think Artis is probably the guy to beat for that job. Um, you know, continuity, understanding what they've been doing, continuing the same plan. Um, you know, because a lot of times when you you know change strength coaches, you end up changing strength staffs, you end up changing philosophies. That's how I think you know you kind of get behind. Because there for a while, I mean, it was just you know Ron McKeefery and. And, you know, it just, you know, different it goes into Dave Lawson. Before that, you know, it was Aaron Osmus. I mean, there was just a lot of names since Johnny Long was let go. The last group of kids that came through here and they had the strength, same strength coach as freshman and had a, the same strength coach as a senior was Johnny Long, 05 to 08. 
Well, and you mentioned Johnny, and and go back to that era, Coach Stuckey. Yep. To Johnny Long, the continuity they, they had, had two guys in a long time, and, and look and at all the, of a sudden now, and look at the success they had. Yeah. Okay. I mean, now there was a lot, a lot of good football players on campus during that time too, and a lot of good coaches. But I would argue that the strength coach, getting the right fit at head coach, is incredibly important. Okay, we've seen that all across the country from Saban to Davo Sweeney. Uh, Outside of that, the right fit at head coach, I think having a strength coach who becomes the heartbeat of your program, who sort of sets the tone. Because remember, a strength coach is around these guys far more than any other coaches because he's with them all year yeah. long, off-season, conditioning, the summer. He's the guy that sets the tone. And I can remember having this conversation with Urban Meyer like it was yesterday uh, when he was at Florida, actually before he went to Ohio State. Mickey, Mickey Marotti was his guy Florida, and he went with him to Ohio State. He's still at Ohio State with Ryan, Day. with Ryan Day. He said, listen, if you can't get a strong strength coach, a guy that is, again, I think the way he put it, sort of the soul slash heartbeat of your program that the guys on your team relate to, connect with, that can push and challenge guys daily and create that kind of environment, you're always going to be fighting an uphill battle. Well, and I think that's what happened with Butch. I mean, you know, Dave Lawson was a guy that had the respect of the players, but the players also kind of wanted to help push him out the door. And Butch listened to those guys, bring in Mike Searchin off the staff, who was another in-house promotion. Um, but Searchin never really had the, the feel of a guy that had to command, you know, that commanded the room, that, that the players, you know, really kind of fell in line behind. That's when things started to go south. And then, of course, they had, he was had him for one year, and then they moved right into Rock Gullickson, uh, which was into that disastrous 2017 season. So, again, it's not an end-all, be-all, but you've got to have a guy that, one, can command the room, two, believes in the, what the head coach is doing, and really a, a guy that the players buy into. And is that A.J. Artis? I don't know. I mean, I, is that one of the – you know, somebody from outside, you know, there are several guys that have Tennessee ties that I think would have interest in this job if Coach Pruitt decides to go outside the building. I'm just not sure he goes outside the building. Well, and, and it's, uh, you know, when you start talking about strength coaches and, and people say, well, yeah, it's, it's a strength coach, but I think it's so much more because, again, the competition that you create within your program, AP, and you know this, you're over there all the time, and, and I travel around the country, not only on the practice field, but in the weight room. Yep. And the off-season, you know, uh, conditioning program. Um, everybody has a name for it. Some people call it the fourth quarter program. But that's the strength coach is, is sort of the one. He's the patriarch of that. And and you, you you nailed it. The kids on your team, the players, they've got to know that this guy knows what he's talking about. They've got to buy into what he's doing, the way he's doing it. And if you can get that continuity, and again, I, I go back. And, and I, I go back to Stucky and Johnny Long. Yeah, correct. I mean, again, Tennessee strength coach mirrors their direction at the top. You know, when things went south and, and Philip Fulmer was let go in two thousand eight, the revolving doors started happening. Right. Not just good point. Not just at the head coach of the football program, the strength coach. Remember when Dan Brooks left with Philip Fulmer in two thousand eight? Tennessee had six different strength or six different defensive line coaches in six straight years. That's not healthy for the program. No. That's not healthy for the defensive lineman in your program. So when you wonder why Tennessee's not been, you know, what they were, that's a big reason why. I mean, 
it, yeah, you can change coaches and be really good really fast. That's not to say that when you change coaches every time you have to build again, but when you routinely change every year or every other year, it's not healthy for the kids. It's not healthy for the direction of the football program. Well, I know fans. And, and, and Coach Fitzgerald, you know, he had to do what was best for his family. You know, he's got in-laws and, and, and family that are in upstate New York, a chance to get back to the NFL, and, uh, you know, a big reason that, uh, you know, and plus he knows a lot of people on that staff. There, there, were, there, were, there were, you know, a lot of people that, you know, he had connections with, not just Kevin Scherer, who's on the New York Giants staff, but also Joe Judge, obviously, is the head coach. Several of the assistant coaches, including Freddie Kitchens, Derek Dooley, there are, are members of that staff that all kind of are intertwined, so to speak, through Coach Saban and others. It made it really easy for Coach Fitzgerald to kind of go that route. I think it's important to point this out. I don't, I don't think Fitz was looking to get out. And he's proven the last couple of years that when people, other schools, collegiate, Level had come after him that he stayed. Tennessee took care of him. They didn't, you know, I can promise you, Jeremy Pruitt did not want to see Fitz Lee. They wanted to keep him here. But I think when the, when the, the NFL job, that, that type of job, and you feel like it's the right fit comes along, he'd been in the NFL previously, yep. you know, with the Colts before coming, you know, back into college. And I know people outside the Tennessee program who had worked with Fitz. Connor Shaw, uh, former quarterback at South Carolina, swears by the guy. You know, he was at South Carolina when yep. Connor was there. Did a lot of good things here. I think you you hit it, though. We'll see what direction Jeremy goes in. But he is staff, big nucleus, so that part of that nucleus is still here. We'll see if he goes that direction. I'm betting with you that at, I think at some point, or I think he probably will go that route, unless there's somebody else out there we don't know about. At this point, yeah, I mean, obviously anything could change, but I think that as we sit here and talk right now on what is the uh, 22nd day of March, I think as of now, Coach Pruitt likely promotes from within unless somebody gives him a call that would just knock his socks off. All right, let's go ahead and take our first break here on The Nation. We are coming to you live tonight from the Vol Network offices here in lovely Knoxville, Tennessee. My man Jay Lyford running the show. Austin Price will be back here on The Nation in just one minute. Tonight's edition of The Nation is originating from our Vol Network offices. Rather than on site at Texas Roadhouse, we will be in studio for the next few weeks following the guidelines set forth by local government as we do our part to fight off the spread of the coronavirus. We look forward to returning to Texas Roadhouse at the appropriate time and thank them for their continued support of the nation. Now, remember, 12 area Eastern Tennessee restaurants open for to-go orders and curbside pickup. To place an order, you can call in to your favorite location, order online, or download the Texas Roadhouse mobile app. Additionally, Texas Roadhouse will be rolling out family value packs, so stay tuned to your Texas Roadhouse for more information. There's something out there for you and me And the American road is calling So what's it gonna be? When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 
29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage license 109111. When it comes to the big orange, you want the score to be ahead at the end of the game. The same is true in flooring. That's why you want to trust Frazier's Carpet One. Whether it's carpet, hardwood, luxury vinyl tile, or more. With Frazier's, the score will always be ahead and in your favor. So give us a call at 546-4850. Everything for the floor, from the score you trust more, Frazier's. This is Dr. Colby Stewart with Tennessee LASIK. I've been helping East Tennesseans see clearly since 2001. Vol fans and VFLs have trusted my team to help improve their vision with excellent results, personal care, customized treatment, and better vision. That's our promise to you. Visit TNLASIK.com or call 966-9182 to schedule your free consultation today. Tennessee LASIK wants to help you see the Vols in 2020. Cheering on the basketball Vols, you can generate a mighty powerful thirst. Be the all-star of your next Hoops watch party by passing out some bottle-cold Coors Light to your Big Orange teammates. It's the winning edge to any good time in Tennessee. Two great things that were made great for each other. Rocky Top and Rocky Mountain Cold Coors Light. Great beer, great responsibility. Distributed across Big Orange Country by Cherokee Distributing. Who remind you when you crack open a cold Coors Light, remember to celebrate responsibly. And as always, 21 means 21. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. All right, welcome back into the show. This is The Nation. We do it every Sunday night. I'm Chris Lowe with Austin Price. Again, we're coming to you live tonight from the Vol Network offices here in Knoxville, Tennessee. AP, we hope to catch up in the third segment with Tennessee assistant basketball coach Kim English, who had an opportunity to go to southeastern Missouri as the head basketball coach has decided to stay, a huge, I think, a huge coup for Rick Barnes yep. and that staff to keep in. We hope to catch up with Kim in the third segment. Let me ask you this. As you've talked to, to coaches on the Tennessee staff, and I've had a chance to talk to coaches around the country, talked to, to David Cutcliffe earlier this week, everybody's sort of in the same boat and that nobody's on campus. You can't go into the offices. In a lot of cases, kids are coming back from spring break just getting back, you know, getting back from spring break, or not on campus at all, taking online courses. Uh, the SEC, I think, it's important to note this: the presidents and chancellors of the SEC have voted to suspend all athletic-related activities, practices, organized gatherings, meetings until at least April the fifteenth, and for the time being, that includes anything online, virtual. You know, it, it, I think a lot of schools had planned or at least tried to set up some virtual type. Virtual uh, meetings, meetings, virtual spring practice, install, virtual install yeah. offense, defense, or virtual junior days like Kansas right. has done. The, Kansas this past did the same weekend. thing. For right now, in, within the the confines of the SEC, that's on hold. Now that could change in a couple of days. Yeah. But, but right now, there's nothing uh, sports related activity online or on campus in the SEC until at least April the fifteenth. Yeah, I think a lot of. Um, a lot of the coaches I've talked to have just been kind of spending time with their families. You know, I mean, these guys, you know, have a lot of a lot of office hours throughout the course of the year. So to be home and be able to be around your kids and 
you know, just kind of enjoying family time. I mean, yeah, they're still making recruiting calls and those kind of things that they're allowed to do. Um, but uh, on the whole, I think a lot of them have just been kind of, you know, you know, they're they're on the phone doing some chalk talk with other coaches, right? But you know, spending a lot of time with their family, just kind of enjoying them, and you know, like I said, that these guys put in long hours, sometimes seven a.m. to nine or ten o'clock at night. Um, seven a.m. Yeah, it's a lot earlier than that, man. Seven a.m. Everybody's sleeping in if you're getting in at seven a.m. Yeah, no, no. Meetings start at seven a.m. though. <laughs> um, but you know, from a football perspective, what I'm getting a lot of and talking to coaches around the country, is there's a ton of watching tape of next year's opponents. Sure it is. And, and in, in particular, let's say you're in the SEC and you're going to play. Mississippi State. Yeah. You're watching a lot of Washington State. A lot, exactly. You're watching new coordinators, new play callers, offensively and defensively that are coming into the conference. You're watching what they did previously at their previous stop. There's a ton of that going on right now. now. Let this resonate, though. If you are Lane Kiffin. Mike Leach, Sam Pittman. How you feeling right now? Because, I mean, no spring practice. I mean, it, you know, Jesse Simonton, he brought this up on our podcast the other day. You almost wonder if all those guys won't push hard to get an ex, uh, a one-year extension onto their contract based off the fact that it's going to be a – I mean, they already had a tough job as is. But when you're not able to – recruit effectively for an entire spring you're not able to have a spring practice to you know install and those type of things that's almost like this should be year zero for them instead of year one and and that's uh, i agree and i think the other the other caveat there is and i've talked to several i talked to nick saban about this i talked to jimbo fisher david cutcliffe if this thing starts to flush out and wash out sure. come summer. Well, let's hope it does. Absolutely. The sooner the better and for everybody, not just and, and, and certainly not just geared more to a sports perspective, but just life in general for all of us. I think you're going to see some type of relief given to schools where in June, let's say come June, late June, that you have 12, 14 days. Like Saban was telling me the other day that in the NFL you have the OTAs. You know the the workouts where you're you're not in full pads, but you're in helmet, shoulder pads. Maybe you see something like that. You know, a twelve or fourteen day period where schools are able to have these OTA type of formatted workouts on campus to at least give coaches a chance to see what they have with some of these midterm kids, some of the younger kids that they didn't get a chance to see well, in spring. I mean, it's not just again we talked about the, the new head coaches, but new coordinators. Hey, it's a big benefit that Tennessee's got the same head coach and the same two coordinators. Not every school's got that luxury. I mean, look at Todd Munkin; he goes down to Georgia. It, that's a, I mean, that hurts them a little bit. Now, I mean, they've got athletes all over the field; they won't be a huge setback, but it is a little bit of a setback. I mean, Alabama not getting any in. Clemson getting nine practices in, which is what you talked about last week. Big advantage for a team like Clemson. But not only an advantage for programs, an advantage for individuals. If you're a fifth-year if you're a fifth year quarterback like Jarrett Garantano, big advantage for him, no spring practice, those guys can't catch Jarrett if, <laughs> if there's no practice. Same thing with a lot of these veterans. Or it's a detriment for a guy like a J.J. Peterson or a Darnell Wright, when they needed a big spring practice, all of a sudden it's taken away from them. So a guy like Wanye, who had to miss, who was going to miss spring practice as is because of the hip surgery, he's on a level playing field coming out of spring. 
And what about quarterbacks? We're in this era of free agency quarterback. Jamie Newman goes to Georgia from, yeah. from Wake Forest. So you Ooh. don't you don't have that chance. So much of spring and summer when it comes to, to the pass game and quarterbacks, especially when your quarterback's new, is developing that chemistry and that continuity with your receivers and timings. You really don't get any of that. And then you also factor in, and we're just this all compiled in here, um, you factor in guys that, you know, we're going to go through spring and say, then we'll give it a shot in spring, but, you know, if things don't go that well, I'm going to transfer out and be a grad transfer somewhere. I mean, will, will schools even give a hard look at some of these kids? Because when you're not going to get somebody on campus till July or maybe even August, dude, this, look, look at Aaron Hayden's kid. Look at Chase. Chase leaves Arkansas. Now, he, he wanted to take five visits. He was going to take visits to, you know, Houston, to Utah, to uh, Virginia, Tennessee. I mean, he was going to take several, you know, big visits, Indiana being one, I think, too. All those those are off the table until, you know, looking the sun, looking like the summertime, you know, probably maybe July. You know, how does this affect him? How does this affect players leaving those programs that he may be potentially looking at? There's a huge trickle-down effect from the top all the way down to the bottom. You know, and I think academically, too, is a big concern of the coaches I've talked to because they're trying to stay in touch. Tutors, advisors, academic advisors, advisors are trying to stay in touch. But, you know, it's, it's, when, when these kids are on campus, you're not bringing them in to the academic learning center. You know, you, know, you don't have them right there in front of you. It's harder because I think well, it's, it's only and, normal. And I think back, of, when I'm 18 or 19 years old, I'm, I, you know, <laughs> you, you, you're probably all looking at this as an extended break. Yeah, you are. I mean, if you if, – listen – who who's disciplined enough to sit down and do online classes? When you're here at, on campus, there's a huge benefit when you can take it to the Thornton Center and get academic tutoring. All of a sudden, I know they might offer some online type stuff, but that's different than having someone there that's like helping you individually. So what kind of waivers does the NCAA place? What kind of waivers does the NCAA place on a kid that's a, a, going to be a summer enrollee who is still needing one point on his test score and two test dates are now gone? We've never gone through anything like this before, and I, and I would say this, AP, I think everything's on the table. And everything's off the table. And nothing's off the table. <laughs> and that's probably the way it should be because we don't know. None of us have a crystal ball where we're no, going to become junior. And, 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 and it's easy to say, well, they're going to rubber stamp them on in. They're going to rubber stamp, you know, this and that. But it's the NCAA. There's no, there's no guarantees. I, I don't think you're going to see senior basketball players get another. No, year. I agree with that. I think but that's just, probably, but, 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 but the, the, the spring sports kids, like the kids. On yes, the, the, I think that will be, will be rubber stamped. But what I'm talking about, when you're talking about a kid needing a point or two on a test score. You're talking about an eligibility issue. You're right? talking about an eligibility deal, you know, uh, or a kid, let's say, hey, who's to say, let's say, you know, John Smith from Power 5 School X misses out by a fraction of passing the required number of hours. But he didn't get his normal tutoring like he would normally get in the Thornton or the academic center, wherever they're at. Or he's been at home, and we don't even think about these things. I'm guilty of this. He's at home. He doesn't have the Internet very well. His Internet's not real strong. His laptop's in and out. And Because we all take it for granted that everybody has – the most up-to-date equipment and technology. Guess what? They don't. Well, I mean, just look at the local school systems around Knoxville that are making meals 
and having students come by and pass them out because in certain instances, the best meal a kid gets during the day is the one at school. It's a hot meal. I mean, not everybody gets a hot meal. I mean, sometimes sometimes it's two. Sometimes it's the one in the morning, morning gets and, there and lunch. lunch. Yeah, no doubt. So you're right. I mean, and that's my point is like, you know, what to me, <laughs> there's some serious questions about the eligibility of stuff going forward, not just for guys that are going to be coming in, but also players that were on your campus that are now ushered to their home and wherever they live and trying to figure it out. Well, we hear all the time that uh, we hear this over and over again, the student well-being is at the top of the priority list. Let's let's see. Let's, let's, let's Rubber hope meets that, the road right let's, here. Let's hope that's the case. All right, let's take our second break here on The Nation. We're at the Vol Network offices here in Knoxville. He's Austin Price. I'm Chris Slow. We'll be back here in just one Hey, fans, for the best selection of Big Orange merchandise, touchdown at Hound Dogs. Locally owned and operated, Hound Dogs is your one-stop shop for all things Big Orange. To find out more, text HD Radio to 64600. That's HD Radio to 64600. When it's time to get geared up for game day, just think Hound Dogs. Visit them online at hdknoxville.com. Hey, Tennessee fans, there's a new player in town. Your favorite Blue Bunny ice cream is now available in Neyland Stadium and at Thompson Bowling Arena. It's time to sack your sweet tooth with Blue Bunny. Made in the ice cream capital of the world, Blue Bunny offers more than 500 varieties of ice cream and novelties. Look for your favorite Blue Bunny products at participating retailers across the state or at concession stands inside Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena. Sack your sweet tooth with Blue Bunny. This is Dr. Colby Stewart with Tennessee LASIK. I've been helping East Tennesseans see clearly since 2001. Vol fans and VFLs have trusted my team to help improve their vision with excellent results, personal care, customized treatment, and better vision. That's our promise to you. Visit TNLASIK.com or call 966-9182 to schedule your free consultation today. Tennessee LASIK wants to help you see the Vols in 2020. Mortgage Investors Group is the number one residential mortgage lender in the state because they offer superior customer service and their mortgage professionals take pride in finding solutions personalized for you. As your home team lender, the local loan officers at MIG are experts in the market. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance, Mortgage Investors Group offers a winning game plan. To get pre-qualified or for information about our locations across Tennessee, visit MIGonline.com. Equal housing lender, license 109111. It takes talent and grit to win a sports championship, and the same is true in flooring. With our master installers and flooring experts, Frazier's brings the best team to your floor. Call us at 546-4850 to win the new floor championship. Everything for the floor, from the team you trust more, Frazier's. Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count Rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com slash radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. This season, get an assist from the coldest player off the bench, Dosecki Cerveza. There's simply no substitute. 
Dosecki's has been crafting its famous beer for as long as the Vols have been shooting hoops. We're talking over a century of game day greatness. That's tradition you can taste. Dosecki's, good from the opening tip. Distributed across Big Orange Country by Cherokee Distributing, who remind you to please enjoy Dosecki's responsibly. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. All right, we welcome you back into the show. This is The Nation. I'm Chris Lowe with Austin Price. We are doing the show tonight from the Ball Network offices. Let's go to the phone lines and welcome a special guest, assistant basketball coach, University of Tennessee, Kim English. Kim, we appreciate you spending some time with us tonight. We hope you and your family are safe, my friend, and uh, – I know that none of us have a handbook from what we've gone through these last few weeks or last week or so. As a coach, what's this been like for you? Um, well, thanks for having me on. Hope uh, appreciate you. Hope you guys, family, are doing well. Um, also, um, no, it's been it's it's been weird. I mean, obviously, unprecedented not to be able to finish our season in a normal way. So um, there's an empty feeling as a coach, you know, not having any real clarity to what the ending of the season actually was um but but obviously what we're doing right now is is more important um trying to flatten the curve of this this virus this pandemic and um basketball can wait um but we do still have a job that we can do it is a time that we can do it remotely um we just um you're on the phone with recruits all day you're on the phone with your current players you're watching a lot of video and um honestly most importantly you're spending time with family um it it it, it, it sucks that no basketball's on while we're doing all that stuff but um but uh you're just trying to make the most out of it kim uh, i know rick barnes was extremely happy um you had an opportunity at southeast missouri state to go and, and, and be a head coach there you decided to stay at tennessee after one year Take us through that decision. You know, what sort of helped you make that decision and and, and just sort of going forward what it meant. Sorry, you broke you. up really bad. I didn't hear one word. Okay. Said. Okay. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I hear you now. I hear you now, Coach. I, I know Rick Barnes was extremely happy when he got the news that you were staying. You had an opportunity at Southeast Missouri State uh, as head coach, but you're staying at Tennessee. Take us through that decision and sort of what prompted you to hang around and be a part of this program still. Hey guys, I'm sorry. All I heard was Rick Barnes and happy. That's, that's all I heard. You're, you're, you're really happy, right? I tell you what, we may, we may uh, try to call you back here and see if we can get a better connection, Coach. We'll, we'll call you back here in just a minute. So apologies, had a little technical difficulties, as they say in the trade AP. That's Kim, Kim English, Tennessee's assistant basketball coach, spending some time with us. We'll try to get him back on the phone. I was asking him. AP about his decision. He had a chance to be the head basketball coach at Southeast Missouri State. Decided to stay uh, at Tennessee with Rick Barnes, and I know that's it, what a coup for Rick Barnes, especially after lo- losing Rob Lanier last year. Well, and a lot of people have kind of you know pegged him for a future coach at Missouri, which is where he played. Right. So the the natural progression would have been to go be a head coach at at SEMO, and then you know make the move on up to uh, Columbia, you know, when that job becomes available, um, you know. But I don't think he necessarily has to go that route to become a, a head coach. I, You know, Coach English is one, th- well thought of across the country. Um, 
and uh, and I know it was a huge addition, uh, not just as a recruiter, but a, a guy that you know was really good on scouts and 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 you know had a huge impact on the players uh, with this past year's team. And uh, he's right; this is tough across the board. You know, when you talk about um, you know how it affects you know the kids. Obviously, you know Tennessee wasn't a team that was set up to uh, you know probably play for the national title this year, but I think that a potential NIT run would have. Uh, you know, been a really good uh, thing for this for this group of kids, and we're joined again now by Coach English. Coach English, can you hear us now? Yeah, I can hear you good, man. All right, so Coach uh, Chris was talking to you about you know the opportunity you had at, at Southeast Missouri, an opportunity you turned down, decided to stay here on Coach Barnes' staff. Can you just take us through that decision, and uh, you know what it meant to you to have that potential opportunity, and what it meant to Coach? You know what you what it meant to hear Coach Barnes. You know thoughts when you told him you were going to stick around. Um, yeah, no, it was great. I mean, every assistant coach, you know, it, it's your dream to successfully run your own program. So just being able to sit down and and, and think about what that's going to look like uh, to express that to an athletic director and a, a search committee um, that was exciting, but. As I weighed the opportunity cost of going to a new place um, after only being here a year, um, not being able to get a true sense of what the end of this season was like, but but obviously we have great optimism for the future. Um, ultimately, I felt like it was better for me, better for my career to, to, to stay here and kind of see this through. Um, the last two programs I left, um, you know, I was there for the build. You know, the recruits we signed at Tulsa, um, the growing pains at Tulsa. It led to Tulsa winning the American Athletic um, Conference title this year. Uh, the growing pains at Colorado the last two years, our young guys playing, the recruits we brought in, um, that led to them being an NCAA tournament at large team this year. Um, I want to kind of see that through here at, at UT. So as a former player, how would you have reacted? How, how, you know, do you ever think of it in those terms Does ha- you know, to see kind of what you know, all these kids, whether you had a chance to go to the NIT or whether you had a chance to potentially go win a national title, to be sitting there as a senior and, and have this potential run taken away from you? Can you can can you just kind of fathom what that was like for this group of seniors that you know won't get that opportunity again? Well, Bowden, well, Bowden was was the only senior, but uh, no, I can't. I can't. Um, you know, as an adult, I take it as a lesson of what you do know. You do know um, nothing's guaranteed. Um, I always say to guys after they have a bad game and we win, say, "Are you healthy?" And they say, "Yes." I say, do you have a chance to play again? And they, they say yes. And I'm like, so so it's really not that bad. You know, get up, shake yourself off, let, let's get back to it. But that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. You know, no telling what our season would have been like to finish. If it was the NIT, if it was the national championship. Connecticut 2011 finished ninth in the Big East, ran the table in the Big East tournament, won the NCAA tournament. So you never know. Um, yep, but, but but no, I can't fathom what it was like for for Bowden. 
We're speaking with Tennessee assistant basketball coach Kim English. Kim, this is Chris again. I want we'll, we'll, we'll get you out on this. It's uh, something we do every week, the marathon question of the week. With a full tank of freedom, you can find your own highway and discover the true spirit of the American road marathon fueling the American spirit. You guys have got a lot of kids coming back next year, a lot of young players who probably played in some cases more minutes than you expect them to play. What do you think, what lessons from this year? Does this basketball team carry forward into next season? I think that's different um, for every player. Um, ultimately, I, I, I think as a group and as a unit, it's, it's understanding the importance of ball security. It's, not, it's, not, it's, it's understanding the, the importance of defensive rebounding. And, and, and honestly, I think the – the overall thing is something that you won't be able to articulate, but they'll just know it. When you talk about the Memphis game, when a team starts playing some token pressure, you attack it. You go back to the Florida State game, just being able to take care of the ball. You lose a game by three that you turn it over 21 times. Um, you know, so many different games, a 17-point lead at Auburn. You know, as well as a 17-point deficit at Kentucky. Um, you know, we've had so many battles that we can look back at this spring, this off season, and this fall, and and point to. And and I have great confidence sitting on the bench next season, knowing that Josiah Falky, Eve, Asante have 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 um, learned from all those tests from this this past season. Well, Kim, man, we really appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for spending some time with us on The Nation. Uh, be safe, and we look forward to catching up with you and everybody else there is a part of that Tennessee basketball family on down the road. But thanks again, Kim. Thanks a lot, guys. Okay. That's Kim English, Tennessee's assistant basketball coach, spending some time with us tonight on The Nation. We'll take our final break here from the Vol Network offices here in Knoxville and be back in just a couple minutes. Okay. Fans, this season, enjoy the refreshing taste of Coors Light and Dos Equis. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. It's made to chill. And Dos Equis, the official beer sponsor of the college football playoff. Both these great brands are distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. Celebrate responsibly, and 21 means 21. Down the field, Rocky Top, running through the tee. The Big Orange is steeped in tradition. Charlie, Ken, and now me, Kevin Frazier. Frazier's Carpet One is also steeped in tradition. Since 1953, Frazier's has been the name to trust in carpet, hardwood, luxury vinyl tile, and anything for your floors. Call us at 546-4850. We'll come to you. We'll make it easy. Everything for the floor, from the tradition you trust more, Frazier's. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage License 109111. There's something out there for you and me In the American Road
Uplifting the American Spirit. Hey, Tennessee fans, there's a new player in town. Your favorite Blue Bunny ice cream is now available in Neyland Stadium and at Thompson Bowling Arena. It's time to sack your sweet tooth with Blue Bunny. Made in the ice cream capital of the world, Blue Bunny offers more than 500 varieties of ice cream and novelties. Look for your favorite Blue Bunny products at participating retailers across the state or at concession stands inside Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena. Sack your sweet tooth with Blue Bunny. Cheering on the basketball balls, you can generate a mighty powerful thirst. Be the all-star of your next hoops watch party by passing out some bottle cold Coors Light to your big orange teammates. It's the winning edge to any good time in Tennessee. Two great things that were made great for each other. Rocky Top and Rocky Mountain Cold Coors Light. Great beer, great responsibility. Distributed across big orange country by Cherokee Distributing. Who remind you when you crack open a cold Coors Light, remember to celebrate responsibly. And as always, 21 means 21. You're listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of ValQuest.com, presented by Mortgage Investors Group. All right, welcome back into the final segment on The Nation. Uh, certainly our plan is to be with you again next Sunday night on The Nation. Now, who knows, we, who knows what the future holds? As we've yes, seen, the plan is for it, us to be right back here, same Vol Network time, same Vol Network station things change and you know that's we'll we'll uh we'll get to that that's certainly our plan we want to thank all of our affiliates uh, across this great state of tennessee for hanging in there with us knoxville here in knoxville not sports animal wnml fm 99.1 am 990 nashville 104.5 the zone chattanooga talk radio 102.3 fm memphis sports 790 am cookville rock 93.7 WATX AM 1600 and Crossville, the ticket, FM 97.7 and AM 1490. And they opened the Tri-Cities, AP Territory. Morristown sort of sort of it's, between. It's, it's right in the middle. Sort of between. But WJCW, AM 910, and Winchester, home of? James Wilhoyt and Philip Fulmer. Okay, and that's right. In that order, right? James right. Wilhoyt and Philip Fulmer. Yeah. And, then, and also Philip Fulmer. Had, had, had Wilhoyt not made the kick in 04, it would have been just Philip Fulmer. But he eclipsed a, a Coach Fulmer with the big 50-yarder. Winchester WCDT, <laughs> AM 1340, and FM 106.9. I'll never forget that that uh, kick. Uh, James' parents were, were standing. Already, had already, oh, they're the best. I, they they are. are the best. I, I they were standing. They had already made their way down to to the end zone to the locker room because James had obviously missed the extra point. And they just wanted to be there to support him. But they were down there when he made the fifty yarder, uh, and just uh, I can still see his mom just just tears streaming down, just so happy. And oh, know, she was always good for a big hug. Yeah, I've not seen her in years, and I, I I'll never I, forget. Hope, that. Hopefully, they are doing well. I'll never forget that his parents being down there already again had already sort of made their way through the crowd to be down there. Uh, to console him and just be with him and support him after such a you know a, a tough miss of an extra point and then he comes back and drills. and drills it from 50 yards to give Tennessee and gosh in the last two decades one of its biggest wins over Florida of course they hadn't had many wins period over Florida of course just as important as James Wilhoyt's 50 <clears throat> yarder Jonathan Wade invoking the 15 yard penalty on Dallas invoking Baker. invoking now if you talk to the Gators side of that deal it was why how come they they both were we're, we're throwing, we're brawling. Why was it not a offsetting type penalty? But we could sit here all day. But certainly want to do thank all of our affiliates across the state for hanging in there. I know it's been a 
a weird type of deal, and we're certainly glad and, 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 and blessed that we could be able to bring you the show tonight on The Nation. I want to thank Kim English, Tennessee assistant basketball coach, for spending some time with us on the last segment. And uh, I thought it was pretty telling that he, he said he felt like the more he weighed that opportunity at SEMO at, at, uh, at to be a head coach, and, and that's, that's his stomping ground. He played at Missouri, was a fantastic player at Missouri, that, that he just felt like there was unfinished business here on Rick Barnes' staff with his team, a lot of good young talent returning. And the way the season ended, or, or probably more more accurately, AP, it just sort of it didn't really end. It just sort of stopped. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of halted. You know, I, I at the end of the day, I think it's um, I think for Coach English again, I don't think he has to be a head coach at a small school like Southeast Missouri to get the Missouri job if it were to come available. I just I think he's that well thought of in Columbia. I think there would be such a groundswell push um, for him there that, uh, and I think he was probably told that by people. Yeah. I, I have no knowledge of that. I'm just telling you, you know how that stuff works. You know, hey, make a call to a couple of people. Do I need to be a head coach at a place like this to to be in you know in line for this job if it were to come open? No. I tell you, and kudos to. Um... One of my favorite Vols ever, Ramon Foster retiring from the NFL. 11-year career. Another great one. 11-year career with the Steelers, undrafted free agent, and was the rock of that offensive line for 11 seasons in Pittsburgh. He was also the rock of the podium press conference when Coach Fulmer was let go because, uh, you know, he he was was very emotional but so well-spoken and, uh, you know, carried, I think, that time for Tennessee players – um, which was in a very emotional time, so extremely well. I challenge you to find anybody who's dealt with Ramon in any capacity, media, teammates, coaches, Mike Tomlin, about him. who doesn't have the utmost respect for him. The way he conducts himself, the way he goes about his business, good genes in that family. The Ron Slay, his brother, Ron and Ramon brothers, uh, and two guys who absolutely gave their all for Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, in different sports, no doubt, and uh, just both just love Tennessee. You know, you know, you love to hear him talk about coming back home, and and being a part of things here. You know, and being a part of, you know, his hometown, his home state. Dude, he'll be up here every Saturday. I'm going to throw this out there. I don't know if Ron's listening. I'd like to see a superstars competition between those two. One's got to be football related, one sport. One's got to be basketball related, and then there's got to be one in the middle. You know. I don't know if it if it's a a mile run, if it's a uh, a, a home run hitting contest in baseball, maybe it's golf or tennis. What do you think? Who are you taking? R- R- I don't know who you taking. I'll take Ramon. You got Ramon? Yeah, and I love Ron, but I'll take Ramon. What if the basketball part of it is the dunk contest? Is, is Ron going to have the headband on, throw it off the back? Yeah, but that was it? that was a year ago that he that he that he still threw we one challenged down. him to it and he did it. He, he did delivered, it, but that was a year ago. A lot can change in a year when you're getting older. Arm wrestling, I'm taking Ramon Foster. Sumo, Tug of war. Sumo wrestling. So, so you got Ramon Foster. Yeah. I, see, I'm not sleeping on my boy Slay Dog. I'm not sleeping on him. We've got we to gotta set this up. Somehow. You're partial to the basketball program. No, that's not true. I'm partial to the football program. Like them both. Listen, thanks, Austin. We thank all the Vol Network family for making this possible tonight. Thank you for listening on this Sunday night. We hope to be right back here with you next Sunday night. Have a blessed Sunday evening, everybody. We'll see you next week on The Nation.
You've been listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group. Celebrating 30 years and the number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Texas Roadhouse. Your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon. Discover how a full tank of freedom from Marathon will take you wherever you go. Marathon, fueling the American spirit by Tennessee LASIK Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee LASIK by Blue Bunny Ice Cream, available in Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena, and by Dos Equis, the official beer sponsor of the college football playoff. Keep it interessante and please enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. The Nation is also brought to you by... Join us again next Sunday across the Volunteer State for more news on college sports and the SEC. This is The Nation, signing off.